Welcome once again. This is Ellen Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform. Access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove, you can find both. Come on down to the community forum, sign up, talk it up. Let's see what we can figure out. This morning, I uh, was reading an article by Susan Cheever. She writes for uh, Newsday. Let me talk to you about this article. She is having a conversation with her daughter about asking women to choose between having a career or having a family. And uh, she makes some interesting points. She writes, Women can marry well, stop work when they have children, and hope their husband is around to support them as long as they need support. The chances of this happening are less than one in two. Or, women can forge careers, have children, and hope they can juggle both. Statistically, their chances of managing are less than one in three. You know, as I work on this question of mothers and the job of motherhood, you know, it becomes more and more apparent to me all the time that the basic problem is that motherhood is not considered a profession, and yet women spend the lion's share of their productive life raising families. How can this not be considered work? A profession, a job, <laughs> is, is amazing to me. It's amazing to me. This weekend, um, my Sunday paper ran um, a series about domestic violence. And the issue of domestic violence tends to be men against women and or their children. The facts on domestic violence are shocking. Every 15 seconds, a woman is beaten. Every 15 seconds. I mean, think about that number. This is a report issued by the Bureau of Justice Statistics, um, Washington, D.C.'s justice program. Domestic violence is the leading cause of injury to women between ages of 15 and 44 in the United States. More than car accidents, more than muggings, more than rapes combined. That's from an FBI report in 1991. Battered women are more likely to suffer miscarriages and give birth to babies with low birth weights from a, uh, a report by the Surgeon General, 1992. So the question is, what does that mean, domestic violence? What does that you know, mean to the whole issue of women and working, stuff like that? In the article, ah, oh, here we go. Oh, and this is this information is 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 right above a photograph of three beautiful young women who didn't get away. According to a study of New York State domestic homicides between 1990 and 1997, 75% of the victims had ended their relationship or expressed their plan to end it at the time of their death. In the article, there's uh, a woman, Angela, who has escaped a violent abusive situation where she was choked and beaten daily um, and uh, she ends up in a shelter for women and then she ends up spending day after day after day looking for housing looking for jobs looking for a place where she can take the small amount of public assistance that she's receiving and find an apartment where she can be with her two children 
in the end, she goes back with this guy who's been abusing her and um, and works out a deal with him where he goes to counseling for being a batterer and while he's at counseling she's out working three four jobs and you know it's crazy man it's crazy women everywhere are working full-time raising families the reason that they're in a situation where they can be abused by someone else where they can be at the whim of somebody else where they have to put up with and tolerate a situation of violence is is that when women stop working in the workforce and have their own income they're at the mercy of whomever is their partner in this and the fact of the matter is is people stay with batterers people stay with abusers people stay in bad situations because they feel like they don't have other choices and when you read articles like this where they actually followed two women one woman who was just your regular average working person wanted to have a career you know ended up getting married getting pregnant and all of a sudden the bottom fell out she wasn't earning money anymore she was no longer valuable in 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 some way to to the mindset of the person she was involved with and she became this quote-unquote dependent you depend on me for this you depend on me for that you depend on me and if I don't want to give it to you you won't have it so there's this power thing that goes on and it's not like a few women you know it's women nationwide worldwide that are in this situation and a lot of women have watched their mothers be in this situation and the attitude is well that's just the way it is and you know I know a few people more than a few people who are in terrible situations and they feel powerless to do anything about it and and the reason they feel powerless is because our government has allowed us to be powerless by not recognizing this job as a profession and you know when I when I'm quoting this this article about you know Susan Susan Cheever's article um, this morning about her her talking with her daughter about about making this choice and uh, you know she she writes um, at, at some point you know to ask women who do not have children how they'll handle the conflict between careers and children is an exercise in artificial pressure and and you know what it is in a way an, an exercise in artificial pressure to ask somebody who who doesn't have children and isn't in a situation where they will have children right now to to think about making that choice but I want to take it one step further and just ask this question why is having children not considered a career it is a career 
you know, if you if you look at the career of a successful businessman, that person may spend 20, 25 years, 30 years in a job, in a company, doing a particular type of work. That's his career. That is what he does day in and day out for 25, 30 years. Women do exactly the same thing as mothers. They'll spend 20, 25, 30 years in a career, day in and day out, doing this thing that they do. We don't receive monetary compensation. That is, in fact, absolutely true. And because we don't receive monetary compensation, it's not considered a career, but it is a career. It is so much a career that, that all of these things, you know, people are trying to solve the problem of domestic violence. They're trying to solve the problem of, of poverty among women and children all over the world. The problem is that there's no value placed on this thing that we spend our lifetimes doing. That is a career. That is a job that is so fundamentally important to the world, to the world as a peaceful world, that putting no value on it is like an encouragement to domestic violence because people are stuck. People are put in a position where they're at someone else's mercy just to survive because it's not reasonable or practical to expect a mother with small children or even young children to be able to work two, three jobs and be a parent. And when it comes right down to it, I don't think I know any mother at all that would ever choose to make money over taking care of their child. I really don't. I don't know any. There probably are some, but I don't know any. I know a pretty lot of people. You know, when you go back to some of these, these facts on domestic violence, women of all cultures, races, occupations, income levels, and ages are battered by husbands, boyfriends, lovers, and partners. This is, this is a fact. Approximately one-third of the men counseled for battering at Emerge are professional men who are well-respected in their jobs, their communities. These have included doctors, psychologists, lawyers, ministers, and business executives. This information is from a uh, study done for the Shelter and Beyond Massachusetts Coalition for Battered Women. You know, the statistics that, that are alarming, and, and the most alarming statistic of all, women who leave their batterers are at a 75% greater risk of being killed by that batterer than those who stay. Wow. It's bad. So being beat up isn't bad enough? If you leave, it could be much worse. I mean, what does that tell people? Nationally, 50% 50% of all homeless women and children 
or on the streets because of violence in the home. Senator Joseph Biden's U.S. Senate Committee on Judiciary Violence Against Women, 1991. You know, these kinds of things, these kinds of statistics are, you know, do you think that these 50% of these women and children that are on the street want to be on the street? Of course not. Of course not. But if you're a stay-at-home mother without a, an income, your choices are very, very, very limited. I mean, think about that. Where are you going? <laughs> you know? Some people have family. Close-knit families, parents, whatever. They're not on the street. The other 50%, they got no place to go. I, uh, I was reading that um, there are more animal shelters than there are shelters for women trying to escape domestic violence. I don't know where that statistic is. I can't find the uh, particular item at this moment, but it's scary. It's scary, and it's, and it's just, it comes right down to the fact that women do this job. This is our job. And until it's recognized as an as a honest-to-God profession and afforded the same opportunities as other professions, people are going to be in bad situations. I mean, I, I don't know what the answer is. But I know when, when, when you open up the paper and you see another mother murdered and a bunch of kids with no, <laughs> no place to live and, and, and into foster care because, because that mother, even though the situation was terrible, unmanageable, they stayed. Or maybe they left and they were murdered. You know? But the fact of the matter is, is that it would never have gotten to that point if when the abusing started, that woman was self-sufficient enough, had been receiving compensation of whatever kind, even if it meant that there was a social bank account that said, you know, for every year that you work as a stay-at-home mom at that job, this country will bank X amount of, of dollar value for you. So if God forbid you get into a bad situation for whatever reason isn't right, it isn't working, you're at risk, your children are at risk, you have this bank account that you can tap into, that you can get an apartment, that you can get on your feet, that you can get reliable, safe, quality childcare, and that you can go and, and work if that's what you need to do. Or that the government recognizes that you do work and you can collect a stipend. You know, people don't want to spend their time alone. Mothers don't want to raise children alone. But sometimes situations get bad. Sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes people aren't who you think they were. Sometimes the stress of life just overwhelms people. And 
they fall back into habits that they saw growing up as children. Maybe their father abused their mother. Who knows? I mean, you can't cover all the bases, but you know what? This is so obvious. It's so right in your face apparent to me independence is about being able to go where you want to go do what you want to do the only way to be independent is to have the financial ability to be independent it's the only way and when a woman gives up her job, gives up her name, gives up her ability to move about freely, unencumbered, she gives up that freedom to be independent. That's the job. That is the job. And it's not easy to lose your independence. I mean, my gosh, the country, this, this country fought the monarchy to be independent, to have self-determination. Most women, stay-at-home mothers, don't have that freedom. Women around the world don't have that freedom because the job that we do is valueless. Without that freedom, women are at risk seriously at risk and so are their children for violence domestic violence and and my gosh this horrible stories horrible stories you know beautiful young woman murdered and stuffed into a trash bag it's terrible it's really really terrible so you know is it fair to ask women to consider this choice no of course not it shouldn't have to be a choice women should either work if they choose to work or they should work if they choose to work either way they're working it's not really a choice it's just a matter of recognition either you work at a profession outside the home and collect a monetary compensation or you work at a profession inside the home and collect some kind of a social compensation really the only choice is a career choice a matter of do you want to choose to be a doctor? Do you want to choose to be a stay-at-home mom? It really seems to me to be that simple. Although I'm sure it's not. Nothing ever is. Anyway, let me know what you think. Let me know what some of your experiences are. Come on down. Sign up. Talk it up. Let's see if we can figure it out. Until tomorrow, this is Elle, and I am Dove, signing out.